Hello everyone, welcome back to my podcast, yes! Thank you so much for joining me, it's a pleasure and an honor to have you. My name is Katrina Macias and you are listening to Practical Alignment, a podcast where we talk about all things metaphysical, mindset, manifestation, and I give you tips and tools to help bring you into alignment with your desires. Hello, thank you for joining me on episode 2. I just want to start off this episode by saying thank you so much for all the support that I've received for my first podcast. Um, Putting it out, I really had no idea what to expect, but everyone who sent me words of encouragement, especially the people who took the time to write paragraphs about their experience listening to it, touches my freaking heart so thank you so much you have no idea how much it means to me (laughs) it can be so scary jumping into something you're unfamiliar with and so your encouragement just means the world so thank you this podcast is for you guys and it's also for me because i like to talk so let's dive in in today's episode we are going to be talking about projecting so we're going to define what projecting is we're going to see how it can kind of confuse people's identities and show up in difficult ways throughout someone's lifetime. And then we're going to talk about tips and tools on how to combat projections from other people that are unwanted. Okay, let us begin. So the dictionary defines projecting as extending outwards. And for me, projecting is when people place their experiences and they extend them outwards onto others and try to make them accept it as their truth as well. It's like a projector machine at school. It just shines an image on a wall. And so similarly, we just shine our beliefs and ideas on other people. And we try and make them believe that that is their experience as well. When people project, they usually do it out of a place of what they think is love. But in reality, the root of it all is fear. Because what they're really trying to do is gain a sense of control over a situation. And as humans, when we feel in control, we have this idea that we're safe. And with this idea of safety, we think that we can predict what happens next. And so that establishes this comfort level, right? When people project their feelings, it's usually about subjects that have caused a lot of pain in their past. And so these unhealed wounds trigger feelings of discomfort, and it makes them want to prevent similar situations from happening again in the present time. And so that's why we project, because we think we know what the situation is going to be, and we try and stop it. And it all just comes from a place of wanting to feel safe, which is a completely human instinct, but sometimes we do take it too far and that's when it can get messy. As kids we are very impressionable and we absorb the things around us super easily so the projections that we received as children as we have taken them onto our adult life it can be hard if we would carried them with us to actually tell what is our true belief and what are other people's. It's confusing. Projections can show up in so many different ways. It can be about relationships, it can be about money, lifestyle, religion, you know, that's a lot of things that we take on as children and we take on as adults. And so it's really important that you know what your actual beliefs are. So I'm going to give a scenario about a made-up projection and we're going to talk about how that projection was formed and how it could eventually impact others. So an example of a projection could be formed by someone who has had a hard time making 
money in their life and their relationship with money is really unhealthy and they just aren't happy in general and so for them their idea is that money equals success money equals happiness and money equals fulfillment and respect and so let's say they eventually have a child although that child is a completely different individual who may find success in other things like personal connections or you know volunteering and charity work that parent projects the idea that money equals success and tries to control them so they don't have similar experiences and unhealthy relationships with money, but they're instead actually instilling an unhealthy relationship with money, thinking that it's a source of happiness. That's just a very <laughs> in-depth example, um, and that can cause a lot of confusion for the child as they grow up and a lot of guilt because it's like a question between should I listen to what I've been taught or there's this voice inside of me that's telling me something different. Very high school musical if you ask me like it's not my dream dad it's yours I don't want to play basketball I want to sing in a musical you know what I mean? And the parent created this projection because they really just wanted their child to have a life that they didn't have but they don't realize that the child is separate from them, has their own identity, and that this is a completely different situation overall. So that parent really just wanted safety for their child, but what they actually did was try and control their child. When we're told projections from people throughout our lives, or if they have a big influence over the way we live, it can be very difficult to actually tell what is our reality and what is their reality. We just accept it as our overall truth. And that's why it can be so confusing. And when we decide to go against that and listen to our true self, we can be filled with so many uncomfortable feelings like guilt and confusion and not being able to trust what we believe in because it goes against the grain of what we've been told. Other common projections that I've seen are like people who say, oh, don't trust anyone. People are just going to leave you anyways. And that obviously comes from like a place of heartbreak and pain. And it's very understandable why they want to share that and make other people think that because they don't want anyone else to experience that type of heartbreak. Another one is like, all men are liars and cheats and all women are crazy and manipulative. Like, that's just personal experience and we just do, we project because we think we know best and we don't want other people to go through the same thing. But it can be really damaging for someone who's impressionable and has a hard time discerning what's truth and what's authentic to them. I love a good personal example. I love talking on this podcast about my experiences because in a way it helps me work through my own experiences and it could resonate with you in your own life. So let's dive in, sis and brother. <laughs> so I absorbed a lot of projections that were directed around a relationship that I was in. And I was constantly told during this relationship that love is really hard to find and come by and that if you find a good partner, you should always keep them and never let them go and always try to work things out to make the relationship work and it was just this idea that love was very very rare and you have to hold on to it like cling on to it no matter what and so lots of people always told me to like never let go of this relationship because they thought it was so good and they thought that that's what love should be like and yada 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 and you know it started off as a good relationship but eventually we were at the point where we were no longer a good match for each other and we were not aligned in what we wanted for our own lives but we were both really scared to leave the relationship because we were constantly bombarded with like this is it this is the one you need to stick with it and it was super confusing and when the relationship eventually did end 
I felt so guilty and I felt like such a failure and I felt like, oh my God, like I'll never be loved again and I've messed up my one chance for happiness because everyone told me that this is super rare and I really just screwed it up and my life's over. I felt so wrong and so guilty and I blamed only myself for not being able to make a relationship work when in reality, <laughs> we just no longer were good for each other and you know, people grow up and people change but I wasn't able to grasp that. So I was just really, really in a bad place. When love eventually did come around again, in the beginning stages, I completely second-guessed it, and I didn't trust the fact that it showed up in my life. I didn't think it could be real, because I was always told, love is rare. And so if it's rare, then how is it showing up again? It doesn't make sense. So I just second-guessed it. You know, I was always comparing it, which was super unhealthy, and I was just completely self-sabotaging until I realized that those projections weren't my reality. They weren't my truth. Love doesn't have to be hard to come by. I'm worthy of forgiveness. I'm worthy of being loved by anyone. I'm worthy of being loved by everyone. And so that just shifted my whole reality. And I started to let love in again and behave in ways that felt good to me and not to other people. And with that, you know, I'm in a very healthy and loving relationship that's very aligned with me and who I am right now. And I'm so grateful for that. And I even am grateful for the rough experiences that I had because then I wouldn't feel so passionately about projections and notice how they come up in other people's lives as well. So yeah, just be mindful about that. What's yours and what isn't? Projecting comes up a lot in other ways, like in relationships and close friendships and partnerships. And during these times, I often notice that that's when people's insecurities tend to take the wheel. And like I said, just like projecting in the other examples, we're afraid of getting hurt again. And so we use our insecurities to try and control other people so we don't have to get in a situation that will hurt us. It's just a way of protecting ourselves, but it can be really unfair to the other person in the relationship, especially if that hurt and that initial pain and trauma wasn't actually caused by them. So an example of this would be like if you had an ex who cheated on you when they were hanging out with their friends. And so with your new partner, you don't want them to hang out with their friends because it triggers a bad memory in you and it makes you feel insecure. So let's say you have a friendship and you're already feeling bad about yourself but you're noticing that they're hanging out with other people. And so you come at your friend and say, hey, like, that's not cool. You're not a good friend to me if you're hanging out with other people because it makes me feel insecure. Well, instead of people actually wanting to deal with the actual initial wounds, with the insecurities, with the pain that was caused, and instead of being able to hold yourself accountable for how you feel and stop putting the blame on others, they'd rather try and control situations so that it doesn't happen again, instead of trying to heal the root of the cause. And so it's like slapping a band-aid on something that needs surgery. We want to focus on what is triggering you instead of just trying to avoid triggers. It's not fair and you can't expect other people to tiptoe around your triggers and your wounds because you don't want to be reminded of them. If they're coming up, they're coming up for a reason and you have to take accountability for that if you want to start healing them. Also, there will be some people who project insecurities on you because of jealousy and they can come at you with some really hurtful things like saying like you'll never be enough or you won't be able to make it or like if you pursue something then 
your chances are very slim. And that's just because a part of them feels like they are not capable of accomplishing that same thing. Or they've tried before and they've been hurt and they were unable to accomplish it. And so instead of dealing with that on their own lives and trying to improve it, they try to bring your vibration down to theirs and kind of just like pull you down so you can be as unhappy as them because it makes them not feel alone in their pain. And hearing those things and being in situations like that can feel so yucky and make you feel really sad, but don't let that bring you down. Just try and protect your own energy and keep yourself at a vibration where you are untouchable. Don't listen to other people. Wash those projections away. So if you find yourself projecting or if you find other people projecting and it's coming from a place where they don't feel safe and they feel like they just need to control a situation, it's worth having a conversation and asking, asking yourself or asking them, why is this coming up? What's actually causing this pain? What's actually causing this discomfort? It's really a worthy conversation to have because it'll help you better understand yourself and it'll help you better understand your relationships, partnerships, friendships. And if there is a topic or subject that I do feel really passionately about and I really want to share it with someone, I always start off by saying, in my personal experience, dot dot dot. Like, I always let it be clear that it's something that I experienced and it's not something that's the truth of the whole universe. I do like to point that out because it can be hard, especially when you're in a really vulnerable position, to not take on everything that people say. So as I've named off some examples, some of them maybe relate to, I want you to first take the biggest breath you've taken all day. Let's just all take that breath right now. Okay, and really just get back into yourself and set aside some time and ask yourself how projections have shown up in your life and how you've carried them with you. And they can feel like something in your mind that pops up right away as a fact. But when you really feel it into your heart and body, you feel a sense of resistance. Just ask yourself what principles in your life were actually yours and what are things you've been conditioned or told to believe. And if you're not quite sure, just continue meditating and use your intuition to ask yourself, is this mine? And once you've gained a sense of awareness on the projections in your life, you can work to start clearing them from your energetic space. So I'm just going to name a few examples of how you can do this. You can smudge yourself with sage or palo santo. Uh, you can take a bath with the intention to wash away other people's projections. What I like to do is I like to hop into a hot shower and exfoliate my body. And as I'm washing myself, I'm just imagining like all these projections, all this energy that's not mine going down the drain. And the exfoliation really helps because one, I'm going to have super soft skin. And two, it's just like getting rid of, you know, the old skin is getting rid of it's like shedding a new layer. That might be a gross visual, but you know what I mean. It's all about intentions, and you can get really creative with it. If you're able to point out some energy in your life that is not yours and that is, in fact, a projection, I encourage you to look it straight into the face and say, Not my truth, sister. Not today. Not ever. You're not mine. <laughs>
It works. I swear, once you start giving yourself that awareness, it helps. I promise. Sometimes you can even notice projections as they're happening in the present moment. Like if you're having a conversation with someone and they start projecting on you and you're like, ooh, like I don't want this to even enter my space. I don't even want to wash this later. Like I don't want this ever to stick on me. And so what I like to do in these situations is imagine a mirror in front of me, like just Everything that they come at me with, it just bounces back. And sometimes this really helps during difficult conversations because it almost makes me laugh, just like imagining everything bounce back. It brings lightness into the situation for me. And also just like, I love that fact that if I'm noticing it and I'm aware of it in the present moment, I don't even let it touch me. It doesn't even get to be a part of me ever. You deserve to have your authenticity expressed and you deserve to know what your actual truth is. So I hope you can take some time in figuring out what that actually is. All right, everyone, that's it for this week's podcast. I hope that you can start really confidently stepping into who you are and feeling comfortable with your truth. Thank you so much for listening. It's a real joy to have you with me, to have you share this time with me. I'm so grateful. Follow my page on Facebook. It's called Katrina Macias Intuitive Healing and look into booking a session with me if you want to work one-on-one -on -one and start clearing some of these blockages, identifying patterns, and letting yourself release them in order to step into who you really want to be. If you feel stuck, let's get you unstuck. Like my page and show me some lovin'. Also, follow me on Instagram. Everything is in the show notes, so you can just follow the links there. If you have any questions, let me know because I love hearing from you all. Keep it funky fresh, keep it spicy, and remember that you are so worth it. Have a good week. Bye!